the sword and you will join me. Choose the ball and you join your mother in death. You don't understand my words, but you must choose. focus on saving earth this is from london cnn business prince william who has criticized billionaires focused on space tourism saying that they should instead be investing more time and money into saving earth the duke of cambridge spoke about the current rush for space travel in the interview with the bbc's news podcast which aired last week he said We need some of the world's greatest brains and minds fixed on trying to repair this planet, not trying to find the next place to go and live. William, a former air ambulance helicopter pilot, stated that he had absolutely no interest in going as high as space. He also expressed concerns over the environmental impact of space tourism, adding that there is a fundamental question over the carbon cost of of space flights. This was broadcasted right after the uh, the Star Trek actor William Shatner actually became the oldest person to go into space aboard the new spacecraft developed by Jeff Bezos Blue Origin, which he's also taking up into space. Now, Prince William. It's very interesting to me because. I'm no historian. Well, I do have a degree in history that I that I don't use. But I've never, I've never known the 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 royal crown, and this is a this is a short segment. I got Isaac Palmer coming in, and we're going to continue our series on on black men's health, and and have a guest lined up. I have never known the British crown to to be focused on fixing the problems of society. Right? Doesn't doesn't, doesn't the British crown live in in the epitome of opulence? I'm not British. I don't really follow all of that stuff. But does it doesn't the Queen and God bless her? But don't don't they live in a palace, and and they have armed guards that that march, and don't they have the best ivory and marble floors and multi million dollar tea sets that they drink from? Don't don't they aren't they like Trump? Don't they don't they use platinum and golden toilets didn't didn't the didn't the didn't the royal family didn't isn't the british crown and and, and the dutch aren't, aren't they the proprietors of 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 global enslavement of black and brown people did i did i miss that 
in history somewhere between Mansa Musa and the Industrial Revolution? Did I miss when I was studying history that that Great Britain and their allies are responsible for the colonization of Western society? Aren't these aren't these the people that literally invented institutionalized globalized racism? Did I did I miss that? Is that is that the lineage that he comes from, or was I just dreaming? Was I sleeping through my history classes at the Pine Forge Academy, where I went to high school, and the illustrious Oakwood University, where I, where I went to college? I just I find that funny, man. This is. We live in such an interesting society where people who are filthy, rotten, rich and selfish and greedy. I don't I don't see anyone from the British crown. Handing out money. And turkeys, I don't see them like Nino Brown on Christmas, even. I don't see them going to to the to the projects. I don't I don't know anything about Great Britain. I don't I don't know anything about Great Britain and the poverty rates in in London and Birmingham. And the only thing I know about the only thing I know about England is based on the, the, the Premier League. So I don't I don't know where if it's not Old Trafford Stadium, I don't I don't know where it is. But I've never seen the British crown going out and handing out turkeys like Nino Brown on Thanksgiving or whatever the equivalent of Thanksgiving is to people who are extremely poor. I'm pretty sure that the heir, I think the second, I think he's second in line to the British throne. I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't urinate on an extremely poor person if they were, if they were on fire. I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't spit on some of the poor and impoverished people in his homeland if, if they were on fire. So I just I find that to be hilariously funny. I know that he's supposedly an individual that that is a philanthropist or an environmentalist, Prince William. Yada 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 and all of that. But you were born you were born into royalty. You royalty. The concept of royalty is literally that you're better. That you have a superior bloodline. You have a superior, likely Aryan bloodline. That's better than everyone else's. Smarter, bigger, stronger, faster, more intelligent. And you, you, your birthright is greatness. You don't have to earn greatness. You were born into greatness. You were born into being filthy, rotten, rich. You were born into having, you want to talk about white privilege. <laughs> this makes white privilege look like just a, a a speck this makes white privilege look like ashtray nickels and dimes that you keep in your car if you're not a smoker like me you throw you throw change so if you're at a toll booth you have a couple dollar bills and and a couple of nickels and dimes to put in the tolls as, as you're driving especially if you're in the east coast listen to this driving you're making that baltimore to new york run got a lot of tolls we in the south here in nashville we don't have tolls we pay enough we pay enough bleeping taxes as it is. Why would I pay? Why would I pay? I'm already paying for the roads. Why do I got to pay to get across the Verrazano Bridge or the Delaware Memorial Bridge? It doesn't make any sense. But I, I just think it's funny. He's telling people, what, what, are, what, is, what are you doing? How many, how many bodies? You're worried about, 
you're worried about Elon Musk, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan of what they're trying to do. I think they're obvious. It's obvious that Elon Musk and Richard Branson and these uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. It's obvious that these wealthy people they know what's happening to the Earth. They know they've sucked the Earth dry of all the resources. So they got like a 20 year plan. We got to we got to get the bleep off the planet. There'd be nothing left for sustenance. Let everybody famine. Everybody starve from famine and have no oil and have no energy and have no clean water and let the coastlines erode. We're going to be ghosts. Be out of here. We'll be colonizing Mars. We'll be terraforming. We'll be terraforming Mars in 20 years. Let, let you plebeians figure out what you're going to do. But, but there's no group. There's no group. But there are very few groups in the history of mankind that have a bigger body count than the royal family of Great Britain. I mean, they literally, I watch Shark Tank a lot. People come on Shark Tank to talk about their invention. And one of the first things that Kevin O'Leary says or Mark Cuban says or Damon John says, they say, hey, do you have a patent? And usually they have a patent. Sometimes they say it's patent pending. The British Royal Crown has a patent on institutionalized racism and colonization. So they're the last people that should be worried about what anybody else is doing with their money. Paragon 7 Studios. You look healthy. For a man who was gut shot, you reached out to a third party who engaged me in the purpose of holding your towers. That third person's word was your word as he represented you. That's right. And I ran those East Baltimore gentlemen off. I held up my end of the agreement, at least for as long as I was physically able. You did. Your man then set up a meet at Butchie's Bar. Your man told Omar Little that I was responsible for the torture of a young boy who was close to Mr. Little's heart. Your man, in effect, sought to have me hit. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios is now a full-service consulting firm specializing in healthcare leadership. We are now helping our portfolio of clients with their strategic focus towards risk adjustment, star ratings, value-based contracting, and social determinants of health programs. Our burgeoning media empire reaches a diverse audience of 100,000 listeners weekly, putting us in a rare position to service architects, both on the strategic and promotional side of the healthcare continuum. Build your brand with Paragon 7 Studios. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all of the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Yo, this your boy Rampage. Shout out my boy DJ Cam. Free Agent Radio, it's official. Land to land, state to state, sea to sea. It's going down like this. In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories. We have a guest. We have a guest on the line, and, and we've had some some fantastic 
call-ins and uh, wanted you to introduce Isaac and, and kind of kind of let this gentleman, Bo, from, um, it's a it's an L.A. area code, so it's, it sounds like it's somewhere yeah. on the West Coast. Uh, just talk about talk about their story and what, what they've gone through. Hey, Bo. Hey, how's it going, brothers? Man, I'm glad I'm glad you called in. Um, like like we said, just want to hear your story. So uh, uh, I I won't get to the punchline, but you you mm-hmm. had a procedure uh, mm-hmm. at some point, and I just kind of want to know mm-hmm. where did it start? What was the what was the impetus? What was the first sign that you said things are not right? <laughs> okay. Uh, my, I often think of this, my procedure led up to a bad decision three years ago. So I made a bad decision and um, hanging out and partying and I slipped in and broke my ankle. And before then, I great health. I very rarely uh, visited the doctor. I prided myself on not going because I juice still do two, three times a week. I, I ran. I'm 50 now, and I've been doing that for like the last, I'd say, consistently maybe 10 years at least. I've been running since I was in my 20s. Running was my therapy. So I run for three, four miles a day and um, had the accident, broke my ankle. So I broke my ankle and I was gearing up to to do this project and it required me to be, you know, physically fit. And I wasn't because my ankle was broken and I'm sitting around and eating and drinking wine and getting fat. So it was time for me to get back into like you know okay you can walk again and do your best to you know start running well the dumb decision i did again was i didn't do the physical therapy for my ankle and i should have and a guy told me that ironically at a bar i was at one night he was like hey man go do the physical therapy but i looked at him and he was kind of short and pudgy so i was like paying attention to that so I didn't even pay attention to what he was saying, but he was very correct. So I didn't do the physical therapy and I'm rushing to, you know, lose this weight. I'd gained like 20 some pounds and I was running up the sand dunes mm. with this vest on and pushing it, just really pushing it. So by now I'm like 47, but in my mind, I'm still like 30, but my body is like, no, my n- not and i ran up those sand dunes and i heard a like a pop but i was like whatever and this is right at the beginning of the pandemic so i was like okay well the pandemic's happening at least i'm gonna make sure i'm physically fit right uh, which is really important with COVID out being uh, physically fit right 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 and you know it's not you can't go anywhere you can't be right. out there partying this every during that beginning period everything was shut down even the park so i had to find a place to go right. work out so anyway um when i heard that pop where, 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 was, where did like, the pop come from it was in my back. Oh, so not your and, ankle. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So yeah, now I'm fine. Head. I'm, you know, I've, 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 I'm able to go work out and run and stuff with my ankle, and I'm doing the best I can. And when I hear this pop, I think, ah, oh, well, it's all right. And it was a, a pain, but it wasn't that painful. It was all right, and it was no pain, no gain. The that was June. 
think it was June like second. And June second of twenty twenty. The very next day, June third, I could not get out of the bed. It was the most pain I'd ever had, ever. It was more pain than me breaking my ankle, which I broke in three places and it was hanging off my bones. It was so much pain. I've broken so I my ankle too. There. I know how painful that is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've broken my ankle yeah. and I've torn my Achilles, so I know how <laughs> yeah. painful. It's a pain that, like you wouldn't is. believe. Yeah, it's brutal. You call I, from I literally went to the doctor. I went into the ER. I was like, am I going to die? You're going to have to cut off my entire leg. Like I was in. He was just, he looked at me. He was just like, no, you'll be fine. We're going to put you in a boot. We're going to put you in a boot for three weeks and you're going to be fine. But it was, I really thought that I was going to die. Like I really, was, yeah. you know, I was, I was, I was making my peace with the Lord. So I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> that pain is shooting up all through yeah. your body yeah, and something. your fingers and your yeah, eyes. So now double that pain, triple that pain in your back. You can, mm -hmm. and I did not realize how much uh, your your uh, your back controls Can't your do life. Without your back, yeah, exactly. So I mean, you're, you're basically a, incapacitated at this point, basically. And I wound up laying on my side for off and on most of COVID. From mm. June till like off and on, for the most part, I'm walking bent over. I had sciatica now. That's painful. Because what happened was the the spongy stuff that's in my um, that that separates your uh, vertebrae that burst, and so then mm -hmm. it collapsed, and it was like bone on bone. And so mm. every time I'm walking, these two bones are grinding together. And then that bone is grinding right. up on a nerve in my behind on my right butt cheek that is shooting pain like you would not believe. <laughs> you would. One day, I actually had to lay on the ground and kind of crawl to the bathroom. Oh, That's no lie. That so is no tell me. Go ahead. Tell me how tell me how it felt because you started the story with I, I, I prided myself on not going to the doctor. I heard you say that. So you mm -hmm. you you were a healthy individual for the majority mm -hmm. of your life and mm -hmm. now you mm -hmm. are crawling right. to the bathroom. What's mm -hmm. what mentally is going on? Right. Oh man, it's it was it was so defeatist. It was so because I told you I had a project that I was working on. So, mm -hmm. and I was getting ready to be doing, and I couldn't do this project that was, you know, required, was going to make me some good money and required, I could not do it. And so now it was really, uh, oh my man, you're a loser. You're not going to be winning. Mm. And you're older now. So you're older now. And yeah. when you're older, you think it's not true, but in your brain, you think the opportunities are minimal because hmm. mm -hmm. I'm older. I'm not as young as I'm now. I'm not out there. I'm not at the spots and I'm not doing all that stuff. I'm working. And to, to, to briefly jump in, you know, Isaac and Bo, this is a, this is a consistent theme that we've had with people that have been a part of this series. It's the pressure to perform. Yeah. The pressure yeah, yeah, to yeah. provide the pressure I'm to tell be, you to be back at work, to, 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 to play right. through the pain 
is we everybody are, said that. We are going to talk about right. John Henry in right. one of these segments. Google the legend okay. of John Henry. We're going to mm. talk about that. Black men okay. have this pressure right. to overperform to and play through the right. pain. And right. I love how right. Bo teed that up, yeah. which is I got this thing that's going on right. and it's about to affect my income. Right. It's about right. to affect my life dreams. Right. So right, the, the right, pressure right. to play through it. So you'd be like, F that back. You yeah. Just, if, if I have to numb it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I got to get out. Oh, there. Yeah. And so I, it, and it's I, not yeah. just it's not just Lamar Jackson. You know, it's not just no, football man. players. Yeah. And basketball no, players brother. That have no, that uh-uh. yeah. And so I, when you start I, uh, thinking about it, if I go see a doctor, he's going to say, well, look, you need to get off of it. You need to lay in your you're you gonna right. be out of commission for 90 days. Right. You don't want to hear that. You're trying to make moves. You're trying, workers' comp. You're on your right. grind. You're on your right. hustle. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be <laughs> on the bench. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, 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 yes, you don't want to get benched. You, you definitely are. Um, when you're incapacitated, any man incapacitated, mm. first you feel like a big old baby. Mm. And yeah. you want to be baby. But you got to man up. Right. And that's kind of the it's culture. Uh, the, mm. Yes, the culture of America. It ain't just like black people. It's right. America. American males, man of effort. You right. just got to get, get. We don't care things. if you I went mean, to Iraq and lost both your legs, put some prosthetics <laughs> on and go to work and, uh, nine to five like everybody else. That's, that's the and, society. And just to, 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 to focus in on that really quickly. You are correct. They don't care if you went to Iraq right, and you care. got both of your legs blown off because they treat them like that. Right. They treat these soldiers like, well, that was your duty. Right. And then they don't give them the benefits and all of the stuff mm. that they're supposed to get. And so you hear these things and you see these guys triumph in spite of and you think to yourself, well, shit, it's a little broken leg or it's right. just a little messed up back. This legs. I can right. do it. Right. No. That's not even how life is supposed to go. It's not at all. You are really supposed to take the time to heal yep. yourself and your body. And Physically that's and mentally. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I have Obamacare, which is, a, you know, I don't know what people's problem with it is. It's, it's a good insurance. It's decent. It's a decent insurance. It's not horrible. And it's not great. But it's decent. Um, and they'll get you two good specialists, but you have to be a hustler with it and you have to really yeah, keep true. on top of the you people about the appointments it, yeah. and, and calling me back. And when is my appointment? And right. is it this doctor? Is it that doctor? And I'm doing it during COVID where right. they're not seeing people like that. So well, I got to wait. I can't, I, I gotta let, I can't let this go. If depending on your insurance determines how much you have to hustle to get your insurance right. to do what they're supposed to do. I mean, man. these people with, you know, with, with Cross the Cadillac system. plans, you got the concierge, plans. man. The concierge will make the call. I mean, <laughs> they I don't manage have to that. work. They, make the call they for just you. show up. Right. There's no Literally, copay. Uber will come to your house and pick you up, take you to the doctor on some of these Cadillac plans. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't got the Cadillac. Right. I got the Toyota. Right. Wow. And it wasn't working out. But, you know, it eventually did. And I mean, I guess if you two coming from, I know in particular, Isaac, you coming from the, uh, the health background, you know that it's not supposed to be that way. Uh, but it is that way. And what are you going to do? I'm, you got to do it. Yeah. 
you, you don't got no other choice. You whether you gonna just sit home and be broke down? Right. No, you you still got things to do. You still got more life to live. You got plenty more life to live. But th- there's an you, economic case to be made to to get to Bo the services he needs. Yeah. Bo is an active participant in the U.S. economy. Absolutely, active participant. Right. If his back is messed up, that 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 makes it harder for him to contribute why, to the GDP. Why is he right fumbling through pages right. of healthcare plans to right. understand what the copay it's is? It's in all of our best interest for Bo to be able to go staying online and, uh, yeah, with tell. customer service to figure wow. out when the appointment. Right. 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 As, well, we get up, as we get up against the break, Bo, how are you feeling now, man? How How is your recovery? I think we always want to share. Oh, recovery is, is a lot better. All I right. had one of the greatest, Dr. Paquette. Oh, um, man. He, he was a great surgeon. He was so fantastic. He was calling my relatives and telling them the procedures and the things that he was doing. Wow. That's great. Like he was fired. That, that brother is, is, is great. great. Wow. Um, you, you called so him a brother. I am feeling better. Oh, man. You no, called no, him a brother. Brother is a human being, brother. He oh, okay. All right. That's great to hear, Bo. We, we're up against the break, but man, we appreciate that was you good. sharing that was really your good. story. Just yeah. the, the raw honesty about, about what's going on. And um, right. we, we hope that all the listeners across the country can, can appreciate and, and that story resonates with them. Thank you very much. Okay. I thanks, appreciate Bo. that, brother. Talk to y'all later. All right. Thanks all right. a lot. He's the paragon of sports talk excellence. The Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, the Wolf of Wall Street. You are listening to James Lewis III, host of the Lanch J Radio Network. U.S. Hunger is embarking on a new initiative that will reshape the healthcare panorama. Having shipped food to over 150,000 homes, they are aligning with Medicare Advantage plans to enhance quality, risk adjustment, and star ratings. Many individuals who struggle to manage chronic illness, such as diabetes, hypertension, and COPD, also live within food deserts. U.S. Hunger provides healthy nutrition to families and communities. To hear more about our Food is Medicine program, go to ushunger.org. That's ushunger.org. He's a sweet soul, brother. Joining us on the Lance Day Radio Network tonight, the one and only Pete Rock, the Chocolate Boy Wonder. My favorite Pete Rock remix is the Jump Around remix and the public enemy, I shut, shut him down. down. Who do you well, rock with that some of the young bulls that's out in the industry today? Well, I definitely say the whole Brazil click, and then I'll say the PDE click. You know, um, you know, you know, J. Cole. Uh, I, s- I, I love you to death, Pete Rock. I love you to no death, Pete Rock. And me and Pete Rock supposed to do something as well. Nope. No doubt, bro. Nope. Let's get it popping. You're listening to the Lions J Radio Network. As a former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts, I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, 
and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. James Lewis. I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry conceal. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me. All the time. Because it's legal. It's my right as an American to got the to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.